Welcome to the Holmesville Church of the Brethren. This is the worship service for April 10th, 2022. It is Palm Sunday. Join in our call to worship. It is holy to gather. It is holy to sing. It is holy to be generous, to throw our coats on the road. It is holy to celebrate justice when we see it. It is holy to shout Hosanna. It is holy to remember. It is holy to gather. It is holy to sing. Here and now, let us do all of these things. God, sometimes life feels like a parade rushing by us as we stand on the sidelines and try not to miss it. There are hundreds of things that catch our eye, but the thing we fear missing the most is you. So help us to shout our hosannas. Help us to wave our palm branches. Help us to see you clearly as you ride by. For if we are silent, the very stones will cry out. Amen. Serve 
Let us pray. God of street parades and hosannas, we know that you are counting on us to speak out against oppression, to speak up for love, and to speak hope to fear. But so often we are silent. We worry that we'll say the wrong thing so we don't say anything at all. We worry that we'll offend so we keep our convictions to ourselves. We worry that we'll speak up and won't be heard so we stay silent. And meanwhile, the parade marches on. Unravel our fears. Spark conviction in us. Give us the courage to yell, Hosanna! Gratefully we pray. Amen. Our scripture is Luke 19, 28 through 40. After he had said this, he went on ahead going up to Jerusalem. When he had come near Bethphage and Bethany, at the place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of the disciples, saying, Go into the village ahead of you, and as you enter it you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, Why are you untying it? Just say this, The Lord needs it. So those who were sent departed and found it as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, Why are you untying the colt? They said, The Lord needs it. Then they brought it to Jesus, and after throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. As he rode along, people kept spreading their cloaks on the road. As he was now approaching the path down from the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds of power they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, order your disciples to stop. He answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the stones would shout out. Who is this? they asked, for the whole city was in turmoil as the man on the donkey came riding into Jerusalem. Almost comic, the sight of it. This is no conquering hero on a mighty steed leading a Roman legion in a victory parade. This is not what anyone was expecting. Who is this? If this is an army, it's a strange one indeed. Children, women, men, tax collectors, prostitutes, and others called sinners. Surely they would have been there, for the man on the donkey kept company with such people. Mary Magdalene was probably there, and Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, We'll see them later this week, sitting beside the tomb. Who is this? That was the question then, and still is. As this week passes, if we're listening, we'll hear once again what happened to the man on the donkey. We know his name is Jesus. We probably know something about him even if we haven't been to church in a while. 
and during this coming week, we will once again, however remotely, have the opportunity to once again recite from the ancient script. Go into the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it, just say this, the Lord needs it. We'll hear again about that Last Supper, about Judas's betrayal, about what happened on that darkest of Fridays. Because of Jesus' fidelity to the deepest truth he knew, those who could not understand the message, or those who denied the truth of it because of their fidelity to old, twisted systems, made plots to ensure that the man on the donkey would not live much longer. Who is this? Some years we can walk through Holy Week blindfolded. We wave our palms on Palm Sunday. We share communion at Love Feast. We know the Good Friday scriptures backwards and forwards and the long waiting of Holy Saturday. And we know the Easter Sunday joy, the church dressed in flowers, the cross draped in white, the smell of lilies in the air, the kids home for the holiday, the taste of the Easter brunch. But then there are years when sleepwalking through Holy Week is impossible. There was the Easter season when COVID-19 drove us from our churches and kept us sheltering in place. And there is this season as well, when news from Ukraine leaves us feeling angry, helpless, and all but hopeless. But here is the thing. Even in our shock and our grieving, Jesus still rides into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. We need to look again and see what we didn't see before, looking with fresh eyes upon that scene, as those in Jerusalem were on their first Palm Sunday. Let's dare to be surprised by the man on the donkey. Who is this? Our brother Dietrich Bonhoeffer met a God he had never known while he was confined in Hitler's prison. God allows himself to be edged out of the world and onto the cross, Bonhoeffer said, and that is the way, the only way, in which God can be with us and help us. Only a suffering God can help. Who is this? We ask this question as though for the first time, and in many ways it is the first time, for we are not the same as we were a year ago on Palm Sunday. Jesus enters a different city this year, a different country, a different world. I see Jesus riding through our own hometowns, towns irreparably changed by the events of the last few years. I see Jesus riding through Chernihiv, through Kiev, riding alongside trains filled with refugees. I see Jesus riding through our own fear-filled, grief-stained hearts. There is nothing that can stop him. Only a suffering God would do this. Only a suffering God can help us. 
only a suffering God understands. Jesus comes riding into a different world this Palm Sunday. He comes not bound by place nor the turning of calendar pages. Jesus comes riding into my broken life and yours. Only a suffering God can help us. Jesus went where suffering was sure to come, for he lived his life within the heart of God. It was not what the world expected. Jesus' words and actions were threatening as often as they were life-giving. So it wasn't surprising that the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? Some followed him into the city because he had brought them out of despair into hope. But others were scared to death at the rumors that preceded him into the city, rumors of what he'd been teaching the riffraff who had joined this odd parade. And some are still afraid. Blessed are the meek, he said, for they shall inherit the earth. No, this is crazy. We know the ruthless, the powerful, will inherit the earth. You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. What sort of madness is this against the threat of evil dictators? Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink. But we must stock up. We are terrified of shortages, of inflation. Who can live that way, not worrying? For what will it profit you to gain the whole world but forfeit your life? That is surely no way to get the economy moving again. Whoever wishes to be great among you must be your servant. Forget it, we say. Everyone knows you have to look out for number one. Living this peculiar God-shaped life, Jesus knew he would not escape suffering. He talked of it along the way, telling his confused disciples not once but three times that he was headed for Jerusalem, where he would surely be arrested, condemned, and crucified. Yet still he rode into the city, drawn there by the heart of God. And he comes, riding still. See, Jesus is not bound by the map or the calendar. He's been here before, riding between the trenches in France during World War I. He passed the gates of Auschwitz and Dachau during the next World War. He rode through the rubble of 9-11, and now he rides through Ukraine, where there is so much suffering. And he is with us still. And if we are silent about all this, the very stones will cry out. This is the sign we need in this broken place and in our broken lives. Only a suffering God can help. Jesus came riding into the heart of suffering and was crucified on a garbage heap outside Jerusalem. But this was not the end of the story. The God we meet in Jesus is never a spectator standing at a distance. 
no matter how alone we may feel, that is not the heart of the matter. I guess we should have remembered this from the beginning of Matthew's Gospel. Even before Jesus was born, the angel whispered to Joseph in a dream, You shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Who is this? This is Emmanuel, God with us. God with us in the broken places. God with us in the spaces filled with fear. God with us in the very heart of suffering. This promise remains at the very end of Matthew's Gospel. There, on another hillside, Jesus, Emmanuel, turns to his disciples and to us, wherever we are today. Remember, Jesus says, I am with you always, even to the end of the age, even now. Let us pray. Blessed Jesus, right into our midst today, into the ruined places, into hearts broken and afraid. Come into the midst of all that has changed. Assure us that you will be with us, even to the end of the age. Amen. Receive the benediction. As you leave this place, may you be awestruck by the beauty of this world. May you laugh and may it be contagious. May you overflow with love for those around you. 
may you be effusive with hope and quick to point out joy. And in all of your living and breathing and being, may you find yourself full to the brim with God's Holy Spirit, and may it change your life. In the name of the lover, the beloved, and love itself, go in peace, full to the brim. Amen.